Hey, everybody, this is Patriot. Now, before we begin the show tonight, I just want to say a couple of words on behalf of the sponsor that I'm working with to help folks get out of the stock market and into precious metals as far as their 401k and their retirement accounts. Now, we all know that the de-dollarization process is accelerating with every passing day. We've seen a historic year in terms of bank closures, starting with Silicon Valley Bank. Just recently, it was announced that in one week, 64 brick and mortar locations and these are all subsidiaries and branches of the big Wall Street banks like PNC, J.P. Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo, Bank of America. They're all consolidating. They're selling off their brick and mortar locations. They're getting ready for this big black swan event that all of us have been anticipating. And we all know, folks, that this trend that we've been seeing happening all over the world, this de-dollarization process is only going to accelerate into 2024. And so we have a narrow opportunity to get out of the rig stock market casino and to take all of the wealth that we've spent an entire lifetime earning and accumulating and protect it with precious metals. Not only that, we're seeing gold and silver prices hitting new highs. My suspicion is we're going to see that trend continue and that glass ceiling that the cabal has suppressed precious metals with is going to break very, very soon. So not only are you going to be in a position to protect your wealth, you're also going to be in a position in my view, to profit from this very wise move. So I highly urge everybody out there to click that link in the description for patriotundergroundgold.com. You'll see how easy this process is, folks. This is an incredible company that I'm working with. I only bring the best to my audience. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. God bless and Godspeed. Patriot out. Hey, folks. Welcome to Truth Talk with Steve. Today, I've got one of the favorite people out there in the podcast world that is you know, looking for two, talking about things, and really bringing things to the forefront for us, you know, the listening that are really trying to understand what's going on out there, uh, Patriot Underground. Patriot, thanks so much for taking time and being here today. Well, it's an honor to be here, Steve. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me back. Oh, it's my pleasure. You know, one thing I do enjoy with you is, you know, we end up just having a conversation and it seems like we end up talking about things that, you know, are important, uh, sometimes hopefully occasionally maybe entertaining, but I, I think that it's just an authentic, you know, just real conversation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with the guests that you have and, you know, how much time you're investing into your podcast and, and uh, you know, understanding and learning and trying to figure out what's happening, mm -hmm. um, I figured it'd be great to just ask you some questions. You obviously do a lot of research on your own as well. Um, you know, today is Tuesday, what, the 23rd. So we've got you know, we've got what New Hampshire primary tonight. Um, what what is your obviously a lot of this is our opinions and we're just talking. Um, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think it'll be similar to Iowa? Do you, I mean, do you think from a standpoint of the White Hats, um, you know, is it they're trying to really show some specific things? Uh, because I my belief is that, you know, they already know what's happening and they probably are in control of parts of it, majority of it. I think that for whoever's left and there's definitely players left on the, the dark side that, you know, they're going to try to do things, but maybe they don't have control of that at this point. I don't know. What, what's your take? Well, I, I kind of see the, uh, the primaries as, as, as a bit of a sideshow, uh, if you want the truth. I mean, obviously we had, uh, you know, a couple of, a uh, couple of them drop the other day, right? We yeah. had, uh, uh, how do you pronounce the guy's last name? I, I always feel they, like I'm I think it's Ramaswamy. 
Ramaswamy. Okay. I think so. I always say first name I probably can't do right. That would have come out wrong, right? Vivek (laughs) Vivek is probably better for me. But yeah, we had him and then of course uh De Sanctimonious, uh that (laughs) that, uh nickname that Trump now says has been officially retired. But you know, I I honestly think, Steve, that uh the uh the election this this thing is really just kind of a sideshow at this point. I, I think that if anything, there's a motive to try to unify the GOP around Trump and I think at the same time to expose the deep state nominees, particularly people like Nikki Haley. Right. And right, absolutely. I've been I've been told and I think it was uh, I think Hugh the Storm Rider came out with this information uh, and I've heard it uh, from some other people as well that uh, that Ramaswamy, um, he actually ran a shadow campaign and that behind the scenes, yes. Trump was actually kind of, you know, pulling the strings. Pulling the strings. And uh, it was really all about, uh, you know, kind of red pilling all of these mainline conservatives about, uh, well, about the deep state, obviously. Yeah, he was hammering them on a couple of those debates. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he was going after Nikki Haley very, very hard. And, uh, you know, so she seems to be, you know, the target, if any, if if there's any target right now. I mean, Trump has no real competition. Let's just. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't agree with Chris Christie on anything, but when he got caught on that hot (laughs) mic saying that Nikki Haley was going to get, you know, like she wasn't up to, I forgot what his exact words, but, you know, that Trump was going to mop the floor with her. uh, I I have to agree. Uh, The the man has no competition. Uh, I think that, you know, in in, in this case, it's really more about the movie. It's about exposing these rhinos. And we know that Nikki Haley, I mean, her, uh, what is it? Both of her parents, I think, are are, are non-citizens. And so I have to research this a little bit more. Yeah. But my understanding is that according to uh, section, I think it's section two or article two, section one of the Constitution, she would be ineligible. Right. In service yeah. president. Now, obviously, Barack Obama is also <laughs> right. ineligible. So we've been down that road. So some people hear that and they just kind of go yawn. Yeah. Roll roll their eyes. And like, you know, because the Constitution means nothing to these yeah. people. But that's there. And then we also know that uh the, the big donor, the big Democrat donor, what's his name? Um, uh, Reed, Reed Hoffman, I yeah. think is his name, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, he, she's got big G, uh, Democrat, uh, big time money behind big her. Time yeah. money behind her. This is the same guy that's filed all types of lawsuits against Trump. You know, so I mean, look, I, I think that the plan here was for Ramaswamy and and for, and I also do believe. I mean, I'm a little bit. I'm not as certain as far as Ron DeSantis goes, but I, I happen to think right. that he's kind of read in too. Uh, I do think that he's one of those actors playing a role here. I could be wrong. Uh, Trump yeah. seemed to indicate that there was no appetite to have Ron in his administration, uh, you know, in his next administration and so forth. But look, a lot of this is just, and, and Ramaswamy, just the opposite. So, right. uh, but, but it's clear that uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, like I said, Trump has no real competition. If anything, this was a competition to become part of his administration. And yeah. the reality of the matter is, is that, like I said, Nikki Haley, she doesn't have a chance that the plan was always, I think, for that, for these people to drop out and to throw their weight behind Trump. And that's exactly what we've seen happen. And and honestly, um, if you really want the truth, I think at this point, it's kind of an important litmus test. Uh, the people, as we're getting into 2024, I kind of just sort of at a gut level, intuitive level, the people that are distancing themselves from Trump and the people that are going after him and, you know, and and trying to, you know, sabotage him and all these types of things. I mean, we all, we've always known 
that certain characters were going to be a part of that. But obviously, more and more people kind of seem to be sort of going in that direction. So for me, the litmus test is loyalty to the commander in chief. Yeah. And, uh, at this point in time, you know, I didn't see uh, DeSantis come out and say, well, I'm dropping out of the race, but I'm going to back Nikki Haley. Uh, right. He didn't do that. He backed Trump. And so, it, you know, who knows, maybe he's playing both sides there. But I think that to me, that's a that's a really important barometer uh, in terms of just kind of, you know, gauging what's going on. And then, quite honestly, I, you know, I haven't been paying too much attention to the, uh, you know, the uh, the primaries, just because, like I said, I think it's all a sideshow. What I think <laughs> the real threat is. Well, let me put it to you this way. I, what What I consider to be of concern would be if somehow Trump is by a series of legal maneuvers ousted from the presidential race and then right. we see somebody like general flynn slide in there and there's been a lot of talk i mean obviously flynn has been a guy who's you know he's he's created a lot of controversy in the movement people are very divided on him and quite honestly it seems to me like he seems to be a common thread in the in the division within uh the patriot community i'm not necessarily saying anything specifically about uh, his role that he's playing, but it seems like the people that are aligned with General Flynn uh, are kind of going in one direction, and then the I people agree. that are not are sort of in a in a in a separate camp. Yeah, uh, and I've also heard, you know, I mean, of course, um, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, whether or not uh, General Flynn is actually running for president. You know, he's going around right. doing all of these. You know, this, of course, this is Mike Gill. A lot of uh, the information that he brought to the fore. Uh, you know, he seems he he definitely seems as if he's going around and he's he's doing a lot of fundraising. Um, he's distanced himself massively from Trump. Presumably, this is all you know to make America great again and for you right. know, awakening and the great revival. But a lot of people are <laughs> scratching their head. Uh, I must tell you that I've heard, and I'm not going to say you know where I've heard it. I'm sure people sure. have probably heard similar things from other people, uh, other sources out there. Uh, that uh, the real General Flynn is not the one that we're seeing. I, I 100% believe that. Yeah, I've felt that way for going on a year. Right, right. So I, I, I happen to, I, I've been kind of suspicious about that for a long time. And um, I, I I don't personally have any sources, but I have individuals right, who have sources. Uh, yeah. We have conversations, you know, behind the scenes. And I've had yeah. it told to me by more than one person that the real Flynn is not the one that we see, that the deep state got to the real one. Uh, and replaced him with an actor or, you know, some sort of a double. Right. I'm not going to speculate on what exactly. <clears throat> it is. Uh, but, you know, whether or not that's true, that remains to be seen. But I have heard that. Uh, and the question of whether or not, you know, they're going to really, uh, you know, pull a fast one on Trump and be able to somehow maneuver him out of the race. Now, do I think this is going to happen? No, I don't. Right. And I also think this kind of ties in in a lot of ways to the conversation about Trump's looming trial, because quite honestly, the real drama here has to do with the charges stemming from January 6th, because obviously right. they all hinge upon the question of whether or not election fraud took place in 2020. That's right. In fact, it did. Then they can't hold Trump accountable for inciting an insurrection, for interrupting an, an official uh, proceeding for, you know, for treason, for all of these things. If the man was verifiably telling the truth, and we all know he was, but he if was, absolutely. that could be presented with classified documents of what I perceive to be and what I what I uh, believe is going to be military evidence, the same military evidence that was set up 
with Trump's executive orders in his first term, when this is presented, it's going to be irrefutable proof. And it's yeah. going to show everyone that, in fact, those charges could not stick because, in fact, there was election fraud. So that's the direction that I honestly think that we're headed. Uh, the question of whether or not we're even going to have an election it, it yeah. comes up pretty frequently at this point or, you know, the, the circumstances under which we're going to have an election. We're going to have uh, some sort of a, a pause, as Trump puts it. Uh, is, is it going to be the EBS? Is it going to be something else? A, a major black swan event? We, people have been talking about that for years. And I saw, I saw someone post. Uh, it was last night when I was kind of looking at some different things to, to discuss with you today. And I didn't spend a lot of time, but someone had posted, you know, they're basically trying to pull out comms from, I think it was a speech, I don't know if it happened yesterday during the day or if it was the night before in New Hampshire somewhere. I think it was Rochester, New Hampshire, and and he was wearing supposedly a black suit with a black background, you know, and, and mm -hmm. this person, I can't even remember who it was, was kind of saying, is he trying to tell us the black swan event, you know. It, it's really fascinating, interesting, you know, to see the different interpretations and, you know, trying to decode some of this stuff because i i think that we've already learned enough whether it's the q drops you know um people like Derek johnson that get into the comms and different things that there's no doubt that stuff's happening you can you just can't deny that that you know there's communication in those type of ways and um it is it's fascinating it's frustrating but at times but it really is uh it's interesting you know and right. so it's like yeah we'll if if we don't have an election, there's a few different ways that I've, you know, looked at it. Could it be because something happens before then, you know, I hope that's what the case is, but who knows? We'll find out. Or is it the deep state putting it off, you know, somehow through some maybe a black swan that just interrupts things in a way that, you know, they they're able to put it off because they, they know they can't win, even if it's rigged and all that. Um so, yeah, we're just at a time that, you know, there's no doubt 2024 is things have sped up, but it's it's going to get a lot more exciting and intense, I believe. Oh, 100 percent. Absolutely. And like, you know, like I was kind of suggesting, I mean, 2020, I don't believe is over yet. <clears throat> and exactly. I think that that's what this trial is all about. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, the trial is all just, you know, smoke and mirrors and it's it's part of the pantomime and the movie. And, yeah, I agree with you. But that yeah. doesn't mean that it's not an important aspect. Of That's the way they introduce movie. it. Right. Right. They have to have yeah. ways of introducing all of this evidence. They have to have ways of doing it legitimately and overtly so that everybody can see it. You can't skip a bunch of different steps. So even if it's pantomime, it's still very important. And 2020 Bingo. is what all of this hinges on. Yep. And that's why we're all feeling this sense of nervous anticipation, I guess you could say, about 2024, because we all recognize that one way or another, this year is going to be the decisive year in terms of how history is going to view 2020. Is that yep. actually going to be allowed to stand or is it not? And I see the trial mm -hmm. as being kind of the, the major public pivot point where all of this I is agree. introduced. Now, I'm not suggesting that we're going to get justice within the justice system. I mean, oh, yeah. I saw the Supreme Court rule against Texas. Do I think yeah. they're going to do Incredible. the right thing? Of course not. Yeah. But I do think that this is all part of the pantomime because the, the 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 whole idea is to roll everything out in the public sphere, have everybody be able to see it, assess the facts, and to a, to a, to a large degree, not have the mainstream media be able to distort 
that's the whole that's the the importance of having the irrefutable evidence if it comes from the military the various yeah. apparatus that they've supported that supported them and insulated them and yeah. they've been caught they've been ensnared within their own trap there's no way that there's any wiggle room and i think that that is an absolutely fundamental element to presenting this to the public and seeing then how does the deep state react do they do they pull all of these false flag events do they not want the election to go forward because right. like I said, I mean, at this point we know their tricks, we know their methodologies. There's been documentaries on it. It doesn't yeah. mean justice for what they've done, but we certainly know how they operate and how they cheat. We know that the military is going to be monitoring, uh, monitoring the election. Uh, some people would kind of say, yeah, well, you know, I mean, who are they working for? And I guess that's a good point. But the yeah. reality of the matter is, is that we, there, there's, there's eyeball is going to be all over this thing. Trump is more popular now than he ever was, even after Amen. getting 80 million votes. He's just I mean, it's just getting to the point where it's undeniable. And, uh, you know, so I don't think that they can cheat. So are they going to then do something? Are the White Hats going to allow that that's something to happen? Could it be something financial? Could it be something military? Uh, I, I think it probably could be a, a border invasion type sleeper cell thing. I mean, it could be a, a number of different things we could speculate all day long. I think it's very likely we're going to get hit with multiple things at the same time that the yeah. deep state's going to pull out all the stops when at the point when they finally lost control. Now, where is that point going to be? What, what's that actual breaking point? Right. Right now, I think a lot of people would, would still argue that, you know, regardless of your perspective on what's going on in terms of the pantomime and, and the, the degree of control behind the scenes, that the mainstream media, that the deep state, still has the mass consciousness, largely speaking, under control. They're losing control of it very rapidly. And they're panicking. And this has been happening yeah. for a very long time. But what happens when they finally have lost control? They, they, they don't like just, just like the Federal Reserve, when they're finally right. Honest, right? When there's Absolutely. finally so much there's just so much toxicity behind the scenes that they just simply can't they can't hide it and the dam breaks and all of this comes flooding out, what are they going to do? Right. How are the White Hats then going to respond? Is this the necessary scare event that Q talked about that is necessary for a number of different reasons, not the least of which is to give the military the pretense and the legal authority to step forward and to take control? Because that's where we see all right. of this going. We know that this is going to end up with military tribunals. Absolutely. The question yeah. of whether or not they've already been going on behind the scenes is a separate matter. But but Q made right. it clear mil the military is the only way. And when you think about it logically and when you look at all of the evidence, yes, I know that there have been some positive rulings. Certainly, you know, the Roe versus Wade uh, ruling, that was, and that, that was that was massive. I'm not mm. going to take away from it. But are we at a point here where we're, you know, we're, we're trusting the Supreme Court to do the right thing, to rule the right way uh, right. When, it, when it all comes down to it? to incriminate themselves within their own right. apparatus. I don't think that's going to happen. I think the military is going to have to step forward. And I think this trial in a lot of ways, I've been speculating about this for months, but ever <laughs> since you know, he came out, Trump came out and said, and his lawyers came out and said that they were going to introduce classified documents that were going to prove yeah. that the election was stolen. <laughs> his trial, I said to myself, this trial is going to go forward. And not only that, let's not, yeah. it's also going to be live stream. Well, I think that's a key point because that's one thing, regardless how frustrated some of us get, that it's being done by the letter of the law and right military law, as you know, because that's 
but that's one thing that they're doing because in the end, that's what I believe. Not only do they expose all the nefariousness, all the horrific things that have been done, but how they were always just breaking the law, yet holding us to a totally different standard. And that trial is what, like you say, will get, I mean, it's a total mistake on their part to do it. That's why I think it's also pantomime. Um, for the most part, I believe that. Again, I don't know. But because that will allow things to be brought in that they can't hide and control from being presented. And the fact that it is live streamed, you know, because I think when it comes down to it, it it really is about, like I believe, and I think I've heard you say it many times, you know, it's to avoid that civil war. Will there be civil unrest probably regardless of what they do? Probably to a certain degree. Um, but I think it's about minimizing that oh, yeah. and at the oh, same yeah. time by exposing these things. And so it's like, as I, you know, going back to Vivek, for example, you know, I've read up on his background a bit. You know, he, he made he's almost worth a billion dollars, $960 million uh, through biotech company. And and, you know, he's part part of the WEF and, and things like that. So, I mean, he's a, he's a deep state guy. And mm-hmm. so he was obviously, you know, as, as you articulated, you know, put in a place to do certain things that. He made a deal. People see it. Absolutely, he made, he a, made deal. a deal. And I think absolutely, he a really that's good it. Deal. He got a really good deal, and I can Amen. guarantee you that he didn't do any uh, the the hardcore right. spiritual stuff. I can guarantee. Agree. You. I, I get. I I know the man. Well, I <clears> say I know the man is dirty, but I suspect because of all the reasons you just outlined, he is yep. he is very very dirty. But I don't believe that these types of offers were given to these real satanic agree. scumbags. I think no that there's a degree here, but yes, I, I absolutely think that he's a perfect example of someone yeah, who supposed to play. He he took the he 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 played the right cards. He played his cards the right way. I we're yeah. gonna find out. I think probably to some degree, you know, whether or not the whole truth is gonna come out. That's a whole separate question. I think honestly, I think the truth always comes out. It just takes a long time. So I think eventually yeah. we're gonna get there. Uh, is it all going to come out in uh, in one day, one week, one month, one year, a couple of years? Yeah. No, I think it's going to take many, many years to unravel everything that's happened here and, and what's gone on behind the scenes. But, yeah, I mean, I think he, you know, 100 percent was uh, he was a, a deep state guy. Uh, yep. and he uh, he made a decision to cooperate. Yeah, you don't uh, get on stage if you're truly running against somebody and and, you know, say the things he said that because that was to me, that was just blatantly telling people the positives about what Trump had done, you know, and then yeah. blasting the deep states. I mean, it was it was it was excellent to see that happen. You I know, mean, there's a reason that this guy was getting the attention that he was getting and that he was polling. I mean, even though Trump is basically untouchable uh, yeah. you know, as far as, you know, the polling numbers go. But I mean, this guy did pretty darn well in this environment. There's a reason because he Absolutely. was basically doing the bidding of Donald Trump and the White Hats. Yeah. And that's the reason that he resonated with so many people out there. And I think, uh, you know, who knows? Uh some people that, that that are wrapped up, that get wrapped up in this stuff, I mean, you, you really don't know. I mean, all of us have, I guess you could say, certain things in our background we wish weren't there, but that doesn't necessarily mean somebody's evil. And sometimes exactly. people can get wrapped yeah. up in an organization. People make bad decisions, yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe they wanted to get out of it. Maybe they didn't know how, but maybe they didn't go down certain really, really awful, evil roads. Maybe they proved that they weren't as bad as some of these other ones. And I think there's a, a lot of that probably going on that's been going on for years behind the scenes that's kind of culminating now in this climactic moment. But, you know, 
it's amazing to me because the the White Hats have really they've anticipated all of the possible plays that are available to the enemy, and, and they've got they've got them in a kind of catch twenty two situation because they have to push these charges against Trump, but they also know that in so doing they're going to be painting a target on their own backs and they're going to be exposing them uh, themselves and all of their criminality. Right. You know, I think to a, to a large degree, uh, you know that that kind of encapsulates why I think it's a pantomime. But yeah, they're not dumb. It's not like they wouldn't know that he'd be able to bring that stuff in. That's why I'm, I agree. Exactly. Exactly. So, know you know, know and, yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, in the pantomime thing, it doesn't necessarily mean I've said this many times, just, you know, but for your listeners as well. And to even remind my own, it doesn't mean that things are fake. Right. Necessarily. It can in certain contexts, like when we see fake Biden, we know that that's not real Biden. Right. But it. it the pantomime aspect is that the White Hats have consistently and brilliantly maneuvered the enemy into making decisions that they knew they were going to make anyway. Like the, all of their different playbook, uh, all of their you know their tricks and their playbook are, are known. And right. so it's almost like being inside your opponent's head and just subtly you know you know coaxing them in certain directions that you want them to go, and they're trying to swatch you out of there, but they you know they don't really know how to get you out of there. Uh, they've got all of these white hat sleepers, the ghosts in the machine. You probably heard me talk about oh, yeah. They've been yeah. operating for decades. Yep. That's the thing is people don't That's understand. That's what's fascinating. I didn't, even, <laughs> I didn't understand this until I had people explain it to me in some detail in some of the conversations I've had with, with folks off, off camera. But, you know, this has been decades and decades long that this yep. has been an operation. It, it, it's been a military, uh, a military operation. So it has military precision attached to it. Yeah. And, you know, so I, I think it's just absolutely brilliant to watch them squirm. And and, uh, you know, it's not like we're comfortable and we're sitting pretty over here and we're not you know, we don't have a worry in the world. But I think those of us who are awake, uh, you know, it's it's kind of like it's the best of times and worst of times. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's like we know the the end is coming, but we yeah. also know that not only have we been through a, you know, a shitstorm up to this point, uh, that it's going to get a heck of a lot more intense in the near future. But when we get to the other side of it. I mean, that's what brings a smile to my face and, and, no and doubt. the brilliance of this plan come together and seeing all of these rats expose who they really are. That's why, yeah. you know, the, the the litmus test about, you know, the, the loyalty to Trump. Uh, you know, I, I really think that uh, we're going to see a lot of people, uh, you know, as we get deeper into this uh, this process over these next few months that are going to go after Trump. Mark my words, it's already happening. It and seems I, like there's very few that are loyal to him, honestly, you know? Well, you know, it's very I, difficult for I him. I mean, for what he was up against and still accomplished is frankly unreal, you know? Absolutely. absolutely. It's totally unreal. And how do people, that, do people don't see that? It's just crazy. Absolutely. And, you know, but I think I, the, the reality is, is I think that most people do, <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I really do. I mean, we already there's said. in denial. Some for him. Uh, we know that he won the election by a landslide, a, a historic landslide. Massive. If it were to be held today, it would be even bigger than that. So it's almost like, I mean, we already know that the awakening has occurred. The question yeah. is, you know, how far, how, how much longer is it going to take for that that tipping point? Because I do think, you know, it's like the people out there who may, who are supporting Trump, who would vote for Trump, they're not necessarily clued into all the stuff that we're talking about. They Absolutely don't right. Most people yeah. don't have a clue. Uh, well, I don't know. You know, I mean, in terms of Trump voters, I would say a very large swath of them. I'm not going to presume any percentages here, but I know a lot of these people have no 
perception at all about most of the things that we're going to talk about tonight, aside from mainline politics. Right. You know, Absolutely. and so there's still a lot of work to be done in terms of, you know, getting these people, you know, red pilled as well and, uh, and and exposing the deep state for what it is. Just because you, you know, you support Trump and what he's trying to do doesn't mean you understand even remotely understand the full paradigm of what we've learned in this, you know, in this journey together. Right. Yep. Yeah. No question. Well, let's jump back then and kind of throw some thoughts and ideas around about you know, DeSantis, um, you know, the stuff that the research I've done and things that I've seen, you know, he definitely was influenced and involved with dark side people. Um, but as you watch and saw how he was praised and frankly ran Florida as the governor, you know, it kind of makes it really confusing and, and, to understand who that guy is if he's controlled by one side or both or you know what i mean it's yeah, like there's a lot of that a yeah lot i heard someone that. talk about how you know he's he was a great governor and but he just doesn't have that that you need to for a president i i also heard some interesting opinions uh where you know they got their in, information i don't know but it was also to um, have a lot of the the dark side big money people, and maybe this was part of the. Well, I don't think so much with Nikki Haley, but to to really suck more money out of them to support DeSantis. Um, so there's just there's so many ways, you know, to look at his role, how much of it was a role, who was in control, who is controlled now. Um, obviously, if he supports Trump, then you got to think that. Somehow the White House, you know, again, I don't know that that's particularly him either, but that doesn't mean necessarily he's out of the been pulled aside by the dark side or the white side. Who knows? Right. That's that's what's so fascinating. And frankly, the fog of world war just can really mess with your head as you try to figure things out, you know. Well, for sure. You know, it's it, these are questions that I don't think anyone is going to have a uh, conclusive answer to. At, right. In the near future. Um because there's still an ongoing operation happening, right? Yeah. There's still so whoever these people are that are, by any definition, deep cover. I mean, if you're, uh, if you're an individual like someone like uh, DeSantis, let's just say, for example, possibly playing both sides, mm -hmm. right? Projecting loyalty to both sides, you know, in that sort of a, a role. Another person that comes to mind, again, would be somebody like uh, General Flynn. Now, whether or not yeah. he's the real guy, we'll put that aside for a moment. We all know that General Flynn was an expert uh, or is an expert is, yep. he's still, if he's still around uh, in spycraft, in psyops. Yeah. So, um, you know, we don't know and we're not going to know, I don't think, necessarily who's who until the exactly. curtain is finally pulled, right? And I think, like I said, the best way we can sort of judge at this stage in 2024 is those people who are standing with Trump. Yeah. Those people who are supporting. And, and it's not just because it's about Trump. It's exactly. It's about the will of the American people. And yep. it's so obvious that Trump is the will of the really, American the difference people. between good and evil, really. It's that simple. It's that you know, simple. hundred percent. Yeah. And I think that, you know, even like, you know, let's just say uh, DeSantis, maybe uh, like Ramaswamy or, or I, I don't know if I got that right. Uh, Vivek, well, no, uh, you know, yeah. maybe he uh, maybe he was involved in some bad stuff, but but 
but decided he was going to play a role too. And he was going to work with the white hats too. And maybe part of that was that he had to play both sides to a certain degree. And that's yeah. where this fog of war comes in. You know, you, you look at a lot of politicians have done certain things or uh, signed certain bills or, or, you know, kind of steered clear of other bills that seem to be in the in the interest of the American people. I mean, Marjorie Taylor Greene falls into oh, that yeah. category. Uh, Matt <laughs> Gates. Gates. Yeah. You know, there there are a lot of people out there who, you know, we gotta you, you know, we, we can't just jump on bandwagons and uh, you know, it, I mean look, they they appear to be doing the right thing overall. But at the end of the day, we we're, we the point is is that we're not gonna know who's who until I think we get to the other side of this trial, this drama, this election where all of this gets sorted out, where 2020, we get justice for 2020. And anyone who's standing with Donald Trump, as far as I'm concerned, is standing with the American people and is on the right side of history. Now, do I think that uh, DeSantis, I mean, you know, as it turns out, I mean, who knows, maybe he did play a role, maybe he didn't, but he's turning out to be not that relevant uh, overall, I think in terms of this presidential election, I don't think he ever really was. There were some people who speculated that he was going to you know, uh, kind of slide in there and he was going to be the the deep state guy. And maybe that was a, a a possibility at one point. Maybe they had wanted DeSantis and maybe they realized he couldn't win against Trump. And maybe that's why they decided to go with Nikki Haley, because she's a woman and they can play yeah. up the gimmick of, of her and, and all <laughs> of this, uh, you know, this compassionate conservatism and, you know, and try to rope people in with that rhino BS. Uh, I don't really think it's going to work. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I don't know I, I think that DeSantis ultimately, you know, not really that important in the grand scheme of things. I mean, at, at this stage, that's kind of the way I see him an interesting guy. Certainly, uh, it's hard to argue that he's done a great job as the governor of Florida. But even he's had some, you know, some questionable things, like you mentioned. Yeah. There's definitely some... it doesn't seem like you can look in any direction. And you, I mean, you're not going to find choir boys and choir girls in, in any direction when you're looking, you know, in this game. I think yeah. what really matters is it's not so much as a, per, a person have a, a pristine past, but, you know, do, do they do they want to hurt and rape children? Are they satanic? Exactly. Are they evil or are yeah. they not? Because that's really what this comes down to. This is a war against good and evil. And Bingo. quite frankly, I don't buy into this, uh, you know, this argument that, you know, that, that there's different levels of evil, like a light side and a dark side. As far as I'm concerned, there's a light side called good and God or the other <laughs> dark side called evil. And that's yep. as far as we have to go. I don't, you know, if evil, if evil wants to organize itself within its own, you know, pit of hell, then that's their business. But as far as I'm concerned, you know, evil is evil. And there is Bottom a line, there is a line and God made that line very clear. And I don't, I also don't believe that God in any way, shape or form encompasses evil. God encompasses everything good. Right. And God gave us free will. And by creating good, by nature of doing that, he also left the possibility of the opposite. For people exactly. to choose. Yep. Good exists. And God is good. His existence and his manifestation in all of us is good. Then that means by definition that evil must exist. But that doesn't mean that God has ever, anything to do with evil. Exactly. And that's well, just the way uh, yes. that I see it. I, that's 100% the way I see it. Yeah. It's uh, that's what's. Uh, I think we have know, to be very clear where we draw the line, you know, especially, you know, when it comes down to spiritual matters here and not, you know, and not make any bones about it. I mean, I'm, I'm willing to let people you know, share their viewpoints on my show. And even people that I right. respect, I may not agree with them, but I'll let them share my viewpoints, but I'm not going to make any bones about it. I'm not, I, yeah. I have a very clear line between good and evil. And it doesn't yeah. mean that you, and being good doesn't mean that you're a choir boy. doesn't mean you walk on water. Bingo. It doesn't mean you haven't made any mistakes in your, in your life, but it means that you love God 
and that you have a good heart and that you're trying to be a better person every single that's day, right trying there. to do the right thing. That's what it's all about. And that's what this war is. There are people yep. who fall into that category. And then there are people who are on the other side. It's that yeah, when I was, you know, I grew up in a religion when I was, you know, kind of seeing some things, I finally realized that my belief was the bottom line was no religion owns the gates to heaven, the access to God. What I've finally just came to the conclusion is really what you just said. It comes down to how you treat mankind. You know, if if you're willing to harm another person, like truly harm them in ways that we know what we're talking about, there's no doubt you are evil, period. You know, um, and like you say, it's, it's, it's clear. There's no, no real gray areas in that deal. Well, I mean, I think it gets into this conversation again about, you know, uh, the the light side of the cabal, the dark side, and the, and them working with each other, and all of these things. I mean, oh yeah, I don't believe that. I I mean, I I think that it's very clear that you've got good guys, you've got the white hats, and they they're you know primarily primarily military, but there's also a civilian component. But there's no, uh, I don't really see any uh, any reason to to believe that there's some sort of a division. Uh, within the cabal and that they're, they're actually at war with each other yeah and they're all just convincing us that it's the good guys versus the bad guys i i just i don't see it that way uh, right and i've i've listened to the arguments again of people that i've respected i mean you know um probably uh, certain individuals that both you and i have spoken to in the yep. past that have kind of gone down that road and i'm you know i'm willing to hear them out but it's just not it's not the way that i see it i think that if you're going to engage in a spiritual war and that's exactly what we're doing. You have to be very clear about what you're fighting and you have to be very clear about what you stand for. It doesn't mean that you don't you know, remain open minded about learning about your enemy and learning about how they operate. That's not what I'm right. suggesting. But what I'm saying is, is that clouding the issue here and trying to sort of say, well, there's, you know, there's a side of the cabal that's really, really bad. And then there's a side that's really not so bad. And, you know, and that the White Hats have, you know, kind of made a deal with the side that's not so bad or they've infiltrated it. It's like, no, I, I don't I don't. It doesn't make that. sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, why you still wouldn't want to really awake humanity. Why would you do Correct. that? It makes no sense, because ultimately exactly right. you get us to a point where, especially in America, with all the firearms we've got, you know, they don't stand a chance, you know. And so exactly. that just they, logically it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up at all. It doesn't add up at all. And I, I, I just don't, you know, subscribe to that theory. I think that it's, uh, you know, it's just a point that I wanted to make. I didn't need to no, you know, pontificate too much there. But I think it, point, though. it is important, I think, that we draw the line and, and we know, yeah. you know what it is that we're dealing with here. And, and evil is evil. Uh, and and cool. good is good. And, and there's no degrees of evil. There's yeah. degrees of, you know, immorality and things. We've all made mistakes, but God still loves us and we still love God. None That's of right. us are perfect. That's not yep. what we're talking about here. We're talking about satanic evil. We're talking yep. about, quite frankly, individuals that aren't even yeah. right. That's a whole separate conversation. And yeah, people that are worshiping another god is what it comes down to, you know. Bare minimum. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just huh? crazy. Well, speaking of military, that's a whole another issue. Um, obviously, we've learned that there are plenty of generals and people in the military that, you know, have been influenced in one way or another, blackmailed, you know, whatever it is, to where they have, you know, gone to the other side, whether it's for financial gain, for power, opportunity, or they were caught in a situation where they were just blackmailed, you know. Um, that's obviously, I think, 
a concern and something that people talk about a lot is, you know, if the military is the only way, there's a lot of meanings to what that truly means, too. Um, but we don't know, obviously, but when you've got a bunch of people that are generals, I don't know how many there are, but hundreds, obviously, um, and as you, no matter what we're talking about, whether it's, you know, individuals or people in the military, there has been infiltration on both sides. There had to be. And, you know, that's really what's going to be fascinating, too, is we, you know, when things do come out, assuming that we're going to get all that information at some point, um, we're going to probably be shocked at people that we thought were bad because they absolutely were playing a role that they had to play in order for the white hats to get the information and the things that that was required at a, at a war like this because this well, is absolutely. a war that we've never ever seen really happen on this planet you make a really good point because you know you can't you can't uh you can't engage in a sting operation against pure undiluted evil without getting your hands dirty yep and i think that that is also something that is unpalatable for a lot of people to wrap their brain around and they don't Absolutely. like the idea the, of the way that this war is being fought because we're all honest fundamentally speaking we're all honest people yeah you know by and large like i say we're not perfect we've all lied we've all done you know we've all sinned before don't get me wrong yeah. we're all decent people who respect and and operate that's our basic operating system yeah and that's the re the, the cabal has always known that that's the reason the mk ultra works because yep. they we're inclined to to, to operate <laughs> yeah. right but 100%. um you know it, it's uh i mean it is an absolutely it's an absolute travesty when you when you really think about what they've done and the, the way that they have manipulated the goodness of people and, and our desire i want to believe in all of these these different, uh, I, I guess you could say to, to take things at face value. Um, mm -hmm. but I also think that, you know, as time progresses, we're starting to realize more and more that this is a spiritual quest that only, it only really works if all of us come together and we kind of deconstruct all of the things that we presumed were true our entire lives we, we we're, that have been built upon you know it, it's it's been a, a foundation a false foundation that our lives have been built upon and i yes. think that's the quest that we're on and i think that that um you know the, the difficulty that we face though is that again you know people like you told us people uh, they only are going to be willing to change and the world to change like when they reach the precipice yeah and that's what I think that, that that all of this is about. I mean, we can we can scroll. I mean, we can talk about specific issues, right? But if you really scroll out and you look at the big picture, that's what this is really all about. All right, it's about yep. whether or not people are are going to find within themselves the willingness to change, the willingness to be able to grapple with all the things that we have. You know, yep. that's that's I think um, you know I, I kind of. Um, I forgot what your original question is there. You got me uh, thinking. Well, I just oh, it started with the military. And I kind of shifted in the question actually in the middle. Yeah, but about the military, yeah. So yeah. getting back to the military and the divide, you know, within the military, uh, I think was kind of the the basis yeah. of the question, right? Um, yeah. You know, I think that this has been something that's been played up 
in alternative media, this idea that the military is uh, is a lot more divided than, than it actually is in reality. That's a good point because I've catch myself because I, I believe that in so many different areas as well. And sometimes you forget, you know, you get, you know, right, because that's that's intentional. A lot of things are intentional to, you know, cause a reaction, people to do certain things. And so, yeah, I, I would tend to believe that. Yeah. I mean, look, is uh, is it possible that a lot of the military and a lot of the generals are still is it likely even that a lot of the generals will still take orders from the deep state when it all comes down to it? If it you know, if it comes down to a physical fight, uh, there may be some. But I also yeah. heard from very reliable sources again, uh, you know, third hand. I'm not going yep. to present myself as, you know, people whispering into my ears. I'm getting this third hand. So just. Yep. But there's been uh, a systematic. Uh, takeover of the Pentagon that 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 what might have been true years ago uh, in terms of the 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 makeup of the military and and the level of I guess you could say deep state infiltration into the military if you even want to say that I mean I think they pretty much controlled it all anyway I don't even know if you'd use that word uh, right they, they've infiltrated it years ago but I think they've controlled the Pentagon uh, for probably decades at this point uh, so I think it's kind of more like reverse infiltration of the White Hats getting these uh these different bad players out uh like you know people like general milley certainly yeah. incident with uh with lloyd austin recently that many interpreted yeah. as as a calm most people have heard that he uh you know the the story is is that he was killed in iraq uh not in iraq uh, in ukraine uh yeah. by that kinzhal missile strike underground there um so i think that that has been going on and not only that when the rubber meets the road it's all about the rank and file and what are they going to do? And where where where's their loyalty? Now, obviously, there's a million different variables and questions that you could throw in here about illegals and about you know them bringing right. troops and and all of these different things. And the White Hats actually being in control of Cheyenne Mountain and control of the sat the satcoms and everything. So basically, they you know even if they had a, a military force here, they wouldn't even be able to operate. Uh, is is the way that I understand it. But, you know, the reality is, is that I think that the military is in far more control than they let on. I think that Q, I mean, we we, we talked about it a little bit earlier that the military is the only way, uh, you know, you have to think logically, the military is the only way. So if the, are you telling me that the opposite you know, deputization <laughs> of the National Guard and, you know, all of the, you know, the U.S. officials yeah. and, and uh, you know, all the things that Trump did and all of the the, the stuff that Monkey Works continues to point out, all of these abnormalities. Yep. I mean, you mentioned Derek Johnson. I mean, there's just so many different things that we can point to to say we know there's an active military operation going on. And so yep. who's doing it if the military isn't, you know, if Trump isn't actually in control of the military? It's, it, sure, it sure as hell ain't Biden. Hey, once again, comes to I'm logic. You just laid it. it out. You laid it out beautifully because that's, you know, you just – Use your logic and the things that we can prove. If the majority was not on the white hat side, you know, the deep state is evil enough that they would may probably made a move already to, you know, well, do right. some pretty radical things that would probably eliminate a lot more of us and, you know, already shifted things probably, honestly. Right. And there's also maybe some tactical advantages to having, you know, people go out there who represent the white hats, presumably. Uh, and say that, oh, the military doesn't recognize Trump as commander in chief and, oh, they're all over in yeah. Ukraine and, oh, they're all over in the Middle East and, they're, you know, all this stuff. 
uh, you know, and then talk about the border invasion and all these things. And look, I'm not saying that we're not going to have to take up arms to a certain degree. Right. Right. So, I mean, if all hell breaks loose, we're all going to be reaching for our weapons. It doesn't mean we're going to be looking to go out for a fight, but certainly right. we're all going to be in a defensive. We're going to be in. Yeah, we're all going to be in a protective, a defensive posture. I mean, that's pretty obvious, right. but there's a big difference between that. And, you know, joining, uh, you know, your local militia and going out and, and actually engaging in, in in literal kinetic warfare against yeah. highly trained, presumably highly trained operatives who, you know, came here to, to kill as many people as they can. Uh, that's a job for the military. That's not a job for your average citizen. Now, do I think that, look, at the end of the day, Steve, even if there was no cavalry coming and even if there was no military and, and so forth, do I think that the American people would find the will to fight for their freedom and would emerge victorious even without military force? Absolutely. Yes, Once that precipice comes, damn right. But do I also think that that would be the, you know, be horrific, a nightmare, a nightmare beyond comprehension? Yep. Yep. Yes. And I don't think so. I mean, the way I look at it, that's the way I've always looked at it. You know, years before the Q operation, even I, you know, I always imagined that, you know, we were going to have a civil war someday. It seemed like it was inevitable. Anyone who was awake. Yeah. I mean, before there was the emergence of these Q drops and there was any evidence to suggest that there was actually good military behind the scenes that are protecting us. I don't think there was any reason to believe that we wouldn't have gone down that road towards civil war. Yeah. I really don't. I mean, honestly, so, you know, for years, you know, before Trump came along, I mean, I woke up back in 2012, you know, for years I was thinking, you know, I was arming up and, you know, I still, you know, I still have my weapons. I still have my prep stuff and everything, but I, I was yeah. for certain that that was the direction we were going to go. And that's why, honestly, finding out, you know, about Trump and his candidacy and then the Q drops and, and starting to get that education made me realize that something historic was happening, that maybe we weren't going to have to go down that road. Maybe yeah. there was an alternative. And this is the alternative. We've been living yeah. through the alternative. So, you know, look, I mean, war is hell. And I, I'm not Absolutely. a soldier. I'm not a, I'm not a vet. But, I mean, I don't think you have to be to, to have common sense and to yeah. know that, you know, if you've, if you've got a family, you've got kids and all of these things. I mean, none of us want to subject anyone to those types of conditions. If we had to, to fight for our freedom, we've done it before, we'd do it again. But yeah. I don't think that that's the path that we're going down. And if the military is the only way, just tying it back together here, uh, they they got to be uh, on the clock somewhere. They, they've got to be positioned uh, right. all around the country. And I, I mean, look, go back to the Q drops again. You'll see countless examples of, you know, military being in place, P, you know, uh, I can't cite specific drops off of the top of my head, but, you know, assets are in place. Well, we saw a lot of movement. What, it's been about six months ago. There was a lot of movement, you know. Oh, yeah. Military. Absolutely. And they're, you know, they were just placing throughout the country. They had to be. Right. A lot of them. I mean, most of them are probably compartmentalized. Those who do have right. any real information uh, that could compromise anything are under NDAs. Yeah. And quite frankly, under the threat of, of treason, if you're in the yeah. military. So they're not going to say anything to anybody. But this is what's been going on. I mean, and there's yeah. all of these abnormalities. I mean, you know, it adds up to something. And I, I just don't buy this idea that, you know, we're going to get to this point And if the enemy is going to play that card and they're going to pull out the border sleepers and they're going to activate them and try to go out and kill a bunch of people. Uh, yeah. Do, do I think the American people would have to play a role in that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. 
But yep. and, and obviously that role would vary depending upon where you live in the country. I've, you know, if you live in, you know, if you're unfortunate enough to live in an urban environment, it's going to look very yeah. different than a rural environment or even a suburban type yeah. of environment. Um, but when it all comes down to it, if we're talking about a force, I mean, again, we can throw numbers around all day long, but we'll just say conservatively, if you've got like 40 or 50 million illegals here, you've conservatively probably have a force of at least at least five to 10 million yeah. who are here, you know, if that, if, who are the military aged individuals who are here to do us harm. That's a major, major undertaking. I mean, even oh, if it was two or 3 million, yeah. it's a major, major yeah. undertaking. And I don't think that that's a scenario where you can have the citizens go out and effectively deal with that without it spiraling in to a civil war because nobody would know who the heck they were shooting at. That's they would know who the enemy was. There would be so much fog of war. There already is. And once those bullets start flying and once people have you know, made that commitment that they're now at war, kinetic war, I don't think you can really dial that back at that point. So I think that the military right. has to be in position. That's what the Q drops tell us. And that's why we're all here, quite frankly. Now, regardless yeah. of whether what your view is on the Q drops, I mean, that that's really what gave birth to this movement. Obviously, Trump created the whole MAGA movement. But what we know and what we understand today is all based upon the things that Q told us and prepared us for. Of course, the dates were disinformation. Yeah, um, there were certain things in there that, were, yeah. that were meant to discredit Q in the beginning because they knew that as soon as the media, the mainstream, was already so much distrust of the mainstream media. As soon as they started to attack it, people would go in droves and they would go exactly. to check it out for themselves. And that's yep. exactly what happened. This Put is more all eyeballs on it. It's a cycle. It is so it is so fascinating how complex yet brilliant. I think we're gonna. I mean, we believe obviously, but I think the the day and time is gonna come when we will see it, and it'll be, you know, I think we'll look at it um, kind of like I always looked at the founders, like God's hand was in things. You know, you can't pull off something like this, in my opinion, without divine guidance and intervention, and to keep it. NDAs, treason threats, and all that, that's one thing. But still, to really have no leaks is truly incredible. You it know? Is. It absolutely is. And that's why a lot of people doubt it. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So, well, there's no possible way. Uh, I disagree. Uh, I, I absolutely think that we are, um, we're living through the most incredible military operation that's ever taken place in world history yep. in world history and i do think that um a lot of it again it's not as if they're whispering in everybody's ear and saying here's what's going to happen but you can't tell them okay <laughs> yeah right it's not what's going on right they're, right. Just, they're positioning their assets and again you know the military uh i mean i've had friends who've been in the military they told me how compartmentalized i was just about to say that that's that's what allows them to do so much because of that you, know, you hear jan right. helper hayes talk about it in certain situations and you know that until you understand that 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 has a huge impact on how people are able to do things you that's know right. and still keep it hush hush because no like they've said what less than 10 no right right so there's a whole bunch of stuff going on behind the scenes and let's not also forget you know they're they're tracking there's a many many different ways to track these individuals who have come over the border yeah, um, we we of course everybody knows about the cell phones that they give them and the credit cards and the yeah, debit right. cards and all that. Uh, you know, they probably give them a Rolex and a you know who knows. No uh, kidding. Armani. Suit. How much of what we're told, whether it be through other podcasters that you know live on the border versus the mainstream media, do you truly believe 
is taking place versus maybe what reality might be. Say that one more time. As far as, you know, the infiltration through illegals, yeah. you know, based on the information I've heard and listened to from various people, um, yeah, I would say probably in the 5 to 10 million range. But I guess the question is, how much of what we hear and have been told about that big problem is actually truth? I mean, obviously, we're speculating. I get that. So it's not fair to say truth because we don't really know. What, probably most of what we've been told about the problem is true, but most of what the but, solution is going to be has been kept under lock and key uh, for good reason. Right. Right. Uh, do I think that there's some manipulation of the, the reporting on all sides for, for various different reasons? Uh, yeah, of course there is. But I mean, it's be. pretty hard to deny that you've got millions and millions and millions of people who have been flooding over the border. It's not like this just started to happen. This has been going on now for decades. It's getting right. worse. And whereas Trump had it under control. I mean, let's not forget that's a that's part of the reason that he made the the wall a fundamental part, you know, a keystone really of his campaign. Yeah. Um, you know, a cornerstone of his campaign because he knew that eventually this was going to be one of the, if not the defining issues having to do with national sovereignty and, and really having to do with the threat of the deep state bringing in all of these uh, these bad actors. And so, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, this has been something that has been gamed out. Um, I think That's that they know what the what the problems are, I don't think are necessarily being exaggerated. And I don't even think the potential for danger associated with the problem is being exaggerated. But I do think just like with the military thing we were talking about a moment ago, they're downplaying. They're not going to show us what their cards are. They're not going to, I mean, we can speculate about it and we have certain insiders who get in information mm -hmm. that lead us closer in our speculation as to what they actually could do. But if you really think about it, if you've got a military operation going on and the biggest threat to national sovereignty and, and national security is coming is is illegals flooding through your border. You really think that the White Hats didn't have counter moves? You really right. think that they didn't have some sort of a strategy? Track and know where they are the whole nine yards. They were ready to go to war. They were ready to take Obama out yep. of office. Before and Trump agreed to at one point. Yeah. Okay? So if they if if situation got that dire to the point where they didn't have alternatives. They didn't have any other counter moves. Trump was the counter move. Bingo. Trump was, Trump was the alternative yep. to what they were going to do. So I guess applying that same logic to the border, if you've got hordes and hordes of illegals coming in here and they really did have no ability to track them and they really didn't know where they were and they really didn't have any military to be able to deal with these people. I'm not suggesting they're not doing things, bad things in the communities and, and committing crimes and, and doing all these things because they are. Yeah. But if the White House, I mean, thinking from a macro standpoint, a military standpoint, you really think that they don't have some sort of a strategy, a means of dealing with these people effectively when that moment comes yeah, and it'll be swift. <laughs> number one and number two to get them to go back to their country Bingo. of origin, and I think that's going to be largely financial in nature. Yeah. Speaking of the wall, have you seen any of the videos or heard any of the talk about what it's made out of? And if you have, which I'll tell you what I've heard and seen a few videos, assuming they're true, you know. 
what the per well yeah how that would affect and why it would be done meaning i've seen several people at the wall kind of like you see it say uh you know, in Cancun, I think it's in Cheats and Issa, a pyramid there. You know, you can clap out in front of it and the vibration just pops back. And I've seen the same type of experiments literally at the wall, like it is a frequency, like a tuning I've fork. I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah, so I haven't really thought – when you said the wall, that for some reason that just came to my mind because I haven't really dug into it or anything. But, you know, I found it fascinating when I saw it, but – Obviously, like I said, I didn't jump on it and go try to dig into it. But, you know, if that is the case, like, what would be the purpose? And how would it? Well, I think it, I think it, it uh, I mean, there's a lot of potential purposes for that, both good and bad. Uh, I think given the fact that it was a Trump initiative, we have to assume that they're going to be using it for good. Good, purposes. right. Obviously, frequency like anything else uh it comes down yeah. to it's not it's not about the tool it's about the you know who's wielding that tool right yeah. Just like with guns or you know a hammer it can build a house or it can bash your head in you know uh you know it depends on who's holding that baby uh but as far as the the wall is concerned and the frequency i mean if you think about the way that they control the satellite systems uh-huh. and spe- specifically starlink and the ability to you know to 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 uh, send those healing frequencies down to yep. the to the wall and and use that as as sort of an amplifier that makes a lot of sense i mean yeah. uh, this was something that got discussed a lot more i think during the during the, the height of covid uh you know or, or maybe let's just say you know uh you know maybe uh a lot more than it does to, at this point you know Early, people yeah. were talking more about frequency healing and because we were all talking about the 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 damage from the jab and all these things and right. what were they going to do to help people that survived. I think this is, is definitely one example of that. I mean, let's face it. We need healing. Our, yeah. our culture, our society, our world needs healing. Yeah. And, you know, especially on the other side of all of this disclosure. Um, yeah. You know, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I, you know, again, this is where it comes down to. It's like the, the White House playing their cards very close to the vest. We, we presume that they have these types of tricks up their sleeve, you know, uh, yeah. and this is one of them. Uh, bringing forward other individuals that perhaps people thought uh, maybe were dead or maybe were bad or whatever to you know surprise people yeah. in that way, another possibility. But I think as yeah. far as frequency goes, uh, that's going to be our understanding of of uh, healing modalities largely. I mean, frequency and light healing. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of that's a whole conversation that we could have. Uh, but I think that is going to be these are the the the, uh, the methods and modalities that are going to be used out into the future. These are the very yeah. things that Tesla tapped into all of these you know decades ago, uh, and and so much of his work was based upon that. So I think that using the wall, having that as a you know sort of a secondary purpose uh, of, of being able to amplify healing frequencies for various different reasons. I mean, there's oh, just so many applications for that. I mean, it's yeah. endless, really. Have you have you heard? You probably heard Kerry talk about the chief. You know, have you ever yeah. heard her mention the chief? Well. So I heard about him from her, and so I started following him. And uh, speaking of frequency, he had commented on one of his posts about because he's been using a frequency unit and really helping people all over the world. And you know, one of his posts said, "If you're interested in learning about this, you know, let me re- send me a message," which I did. So I spent I was on a call with him last week, and I'll tell you what, he is having a big impact. And the thing that he there's this. And I'm not trying to pitch this thing at all to anyone. I'm just saying 
I believe in that wholeheartedly, number one, because that's, you know, that's what we are. We're just energy and frequency. And, and, and based on our vibration slash frequency, that's what allows us to reach different dimensions, if you will. And yep. anyway, it's a, it's literally an $80 little computer and custom programmed it for you name the disease, the issue I've done it for, you know, back pain, things like that. And I'm telling you, I was on my treadmill this morning and I'm playing that specific frequencies for acute pain, back pain, knee pain, et cetera. And call it mental call, see what anything you want. Yeah. I know it's different. I'm very skeptical because I've used a lot of other things that I hear great testimonials from people and not saying they're not working. Uh, just ha- I just haven't seen the effect, but it is, it's such an interesting thing. And it, and it's, that's, what's been cool to me is, as we've learned just how poisoned we've been and the things that have affected us in such horrible ways to see some of this stuff come out and it, you know, more and more, like you said, it's not quite as hot a topic as it, it was there for a time, but I think it certainly will be um, because I don't know about you, but I'm getting up there in age to where my body kind of aches a bit and, and I do want to live longer and I want to live, you know, a good life till the end, whatever that is. My speaking of that, my siblings actually today sent a text because one of my sisters came across the video of our dad and he got dementia and he was in, you know, the facility we ended up having to put him in. And one of the workers who I believe are some of the most special people in the world to do what they do um, was sitting there singing with him and getting him to sing. And my, you know, my siblings are, you know, my sisters in particular were putting hearts and things like that. It frankly pissed me off because I know what I know now, you know, not only because I have my beliefs on what caused that rather than just him getting old, um, but also that there's things that truly would have helped reduce that, possibly eliminate it. I, I mean, I think anything's possible. I mean, anyway, 100%. it's uh, it's 100%. just, it's amazing. And there's just, I mean, if people have ever heard of or listened to Dr. Joe Dispenza, what he did with his body, you know, after being paralyzed and breaking his back is remarkable. It's incredible. And it was all with the mind, actually. Yeah, you know? that's what it all comes down to. I mean, people, will tell you, you know, we're, we're actually the med beds. We just don't know it yet. That's it. Uh, exactly. And, and I think this is going to be a gradual. See, the great awakening is. is that's just, what the awakening is, who we are. Right. Don't you think? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we've been on a conveyor belt, you know, of, uh, you know, disease and sickness and illness since we were infants. That's yep. that's part of the way we were brought into this world. And, uh, you know, we're we're, uh, we're we're set up in the system so that, you know, first they hit us with the, the vaccines and then those that, you know, ensure that we get sick and then develop other health problems. And then they give us pills and de- treatments for that that give us other health. Uh, problems. Exactly. And I mean, like we all understand how it works. Yeah, we know. And, you know, there are a lot of people out there, myself included. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll just be honest with you. I, I steer clear of going to the doctor as long as I can, you yep. know, I mean, if I, if I have a, you know, I, I dislocated my knee a couple of years ago, I mean, you know, that's going to, that's a different deal. Yes. Emergency room. But, you know, short of that, you know, I don't trust them. Yep. I didn't trust them before COVID and I sure as heck don't trust them now. And it's not uh, about anybody, the individual either. You know, some of them it is, but the majority they're just trained and, 
Well, you know, they're brainwashed. They were taught. That's it. 100%. They were, they, just like all them, of us, they, they, were were taught, they were taught a bunch of lies that they, yep. they never got a chance to deconstruct. I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing about MK Ultra programming. If nobody questions the lie, if it's big enough and yep. nobody questions it and people go along with it, there's the mass mentality. It, it exists within every subset of our society. So if you think it doesn't exist right. in the medical community, you're kidding <laughs> yourself. Yeah. However, I would also say as a caveat to that at this point, uh, I don't really think you got that excuse anymore with all of the stuff that's Bingo. Amen. That's, that's something that's a whole different conversation there. But, you know, the reality of the matter is getting back to this whole thing is, that, you know, we're, we're put on this conveyor belt with, for big pharma to be customers. There's no money in cures. That's why they, you know, they, they got rid of Tesla. That's why they, that, that's why they did all of these, they hid all of these disruptive technologies because they couldn't make money on. That's and right. that's why the Rockefellers, you know, they all petroleum, the entire, the entire uh, pharmaceutical industry to make it petroleum based to give you cancer, to get you sick. We know all of these things now. Yep. The thing about it is once you know them, you can't unknow them. But the good news is, is that we're learning about all of these other ways, these real ways to, at first, I think it's going to be necessary for humanity to have these other, you know, these external devices and, you know, frequencies and walls yeah. and things like that to amplify. But eventually I think it's going to then once again, you know, activate our DNA and we're going to remember who we are and we're going to, you know, start Bingo. back in the, in the direction that we were always intended to go. And they've been, you know, they've had their, their, uh, you know, they've been dwindling down our DNA. This has been, uh, you know, something that uh, many, many people have talked about. Yeah. I think that we're you're going to rediscover our true power as far as that goes. And we're going to eventually, I think, get to a point where, uh, you know, illness and disease and sickness is going to be fundamentally differently understood than what it is today. And I think people, Amen. humans have the capacity to live hundreds of years. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We know that used to be that way. All right, well, I've had you here for just over an hour. I got one last topic I wasn't necessarily going to bring up, but I don't, I don't hear it talked about much. Um, obviously, this is going to be opinion, but I think we're starting to see a little more sneak out from players, entertainers, you name it. But once again, it comes down to damn near everything has been a lie. So I'm talking the outcomes of sporting events. You know, the whole nine yards. And that's, you know, oh, I've got, sports are rigged is what you're. What yeah, you're I, yeah, I used to be, you know, big time sports fan and involved with some players, foundations, the jazz and things. And, and, you know, I've just totally pulled away from that stuff the last five, six years. And I have no interest in it because, you know, not so much because I thought it was rigged at that time. I'm to the point where I believe that for sure nowadays. Could still be wrong, but that's just my belief based on things that I've seen. Um, and you know, if the 49ers don't win the Super Bowl, maybe I'm wrong, but we'll see. <laughs> but you know, I think people have even seen, I don't know, actually, someone has talked about this in the past, and it's Jaco. And he he called not only Super Bowl a couple years ago, but he called Brady as the MVP, things like that. And and uh, you know, whether it's that stuff, you know, people just don't get to the places they get, particularly in entertainment, not so much sports and the rig, that's one thing, but then these entertainers um, that all of a sudden come out of nowhere and have these big careers, you know, that's not by accident, you know? No, they sell this. hundred percent. And we see what's happening with old Swifty and Kelsey, you know, 
That, to me, is a play to a base that they're trying to be able to use those people as tools to influence the election and just the thought process. You yeah, know, they're trying yeah, to. You know, this and, and that's finished. Created as a big distraction period is what it was all for, in my belief. I agree, and I I, I think that they've been trying to do you know this uh, celebrity influencing thing now. Uh, yeah. We see the left doing that constantly. It's 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 kind of comical, actually, like the people that <laughs> they, they bring forward. Now, I understand Taylor Swift, a big star and all that sort of thing. But uh, look, the reality of the matter is, is that I, I don't think. Uh, well, first of all, as far as celebrity goes, I, I, I think that the, the whole concept of celebrity is going to be very different as well. When we get oh, to the other side of this, I don't think that there's going to be this, uh, no. you know, this worship of these individuals. None of that. Once all of their, uh, you know, their dirty laundry is laid bare for everybody to see. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are some great artists out there. There are some great actors. Some, there are some great musicians. There are some great, great people. And absolutely. I think these are the people that are going to shine. And these are the people that are going to get the attention that they rightfully deserve. But I don't think there's going to be a sort of a worship element right. uh, of this celebrity. You know, I, I think that that's something that's a cabal mindset thing that's going to go away now, as far as um, because I think we're going to see value in each other and we're going to realize, you know, exactly. when, when you realize that you've been lied to wholesale deceived by all these individuals, not all of them, but the ones that were involved, but you recognize they're not going to trust Hollywood. They're not going to trust in the same way. It's going to take a very long time for that trust to be rebuilt on a new foundation. Yeah. Now, as far as sports goes, I'm I'm right there with you. I mean, back in uh, you know in the early 2000s and so forth. I mean, you know, I'm from the the Northeast. I was really into the you know the Patriots and Tom Brady the and the Patriots. Yeah. yeah, but you know, like over time, I'm the same way. I, I I started to lose interest. But you know, I think what it really is was when I when I started to to figure out that uh, the whole idea, the whole concept of organized professional sports was this was really kind of conceived with uh, bad intentions right from the beginning by the cabal anyway it was a way mm-hmm. of uh basically misdirecting all of our warlike instincts uh yeah. you know in a way of kind of like dis- and also let's just say bare minimum as a tool of mass distraction it's bread and circus you know that's, that's it it's basically what it that's is it. i think once yeah. you know, the cabal wrote about it uh, i think it was edward bernays wrote extensively i think about you know sports and the way that they would kind of you know, design this new world and 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 basically just feed everyone with these constant distractions. And I think you get that with sports. I think you get it's that created with creates division too. You know, that? I say with rivalries, it creates some division in humanity as well. Well, true, yeah. true. But I mean, think about it. Think of all the things that you know, and then you you know you go down to a place where there's you know a bunch of guys. You know, go down to a bar, or a gym, or anywhere else. I mean, they're talking about football. They're talking about stuff that, quite frankly is totally meaningless and and i i mean honestly i i feel bad for these people at this point that's, that's what i just think to myself i can't imagine what i, I can't imagine with. my consciousness being that suppressed at this point in exactly time. i think that i would still care about football with everything yeah. that's going on in the world i don't judge people i mean if you if you want to have you know some to kick back and watch a game to relax i'm not judging absolutely it. but i'm just saying you know in, in reality i mean th- this is what it's 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 kind of like uh you know it's like an opiate for the masses so, yeah. you know, Good and, and point, I, think, yeah. I think that that's kind of the way I've used sports now, whether or not they're actually rigged, like, you know, the world, you know, like wrestling, you know, who knows, but, you know, honestly, yeah. I mean, uh, secondary issue for me because I don't really pay attention to it anyway. Yeah. Well, speaking of wrestling, then we'll wrap this up for sure. Have you ever, uh, watched that four VKM, uh, rumble channel that 
dude, the wrestling comes in there back 25 years between Trump and Vincent McMahon and stuff. It is mind blowing. And I'm not a wrestling fan. I think it was a joke and stupid, but the comms. Let me write it down. Uh, let me just pull up to make sure. I want to say VKM, and he just started doing some uh, posts. He was only doing something every three, four months, um, but now it, he's doing like a forty days, a forty and forty days um, episodes kind of podcast, shorter type things. But dude, it is fascinating, and cool. you won't be able to watch it and say that there wasn't something happening. There, oh, great. I love tons that. Tons of messaging in there. I love that. Okay, yeah. here it is. It's called 4VKM-Vincent Kennedy. 40-year plan. <laughs> All right, I'll check that out. Yeah, it's fascinating. Actually, you know what you could do is you could email me. I'll send you the link. Yeah, I'll send you the link. better. That way I don't Bingo. have to yeah it's uh, yeah, yeah. It's cool to check that out but yeah i love, I love seeing haven't. all those old comms because it, once again it, it ties back to what we're talking it is about. it is crazy yeah i mean it's crazy and i hadn't i hadn't you know i had watched a few over the last couple of years but never really got him but when he started doing these really shorter ones these last two weeks for some reason one of them i don't know where it came across probably in telegram somewhere and i was yeah. like holy crap and it's just fascinating. It's just one of those other things that adds to show you that something you can't deny something's there. You know, something's been going on behind the scenes all these years. I mean, if, if you yeah. don't believe that at this point, then uh, yeah, you're in for one heck of a shock. <laughs> That's no <laughs> doubt. Yeah. Well, Patriot, it's been such a pleasure. I just, man, I love your energy. I appreciate your time and just enjoy chatting with you. You're a wealth of knowledge, and uh, you know, thanks for everything that you're doing, and uh, you, you know, you're. Touched a ton of lives, and and that's really what it's all about, you know. Well, we thank can you, my friend. Make I a difference. That. You I know, really life's do. tough, and this world's tough, and it really comes down to relationships. That's all that really matters, you know. And if we had love, I believe God is love. And if we had more love, you know, obviously they've done what they've done to keep us away from that. But I think that's where we're coming again, and that. Uh, People I like think that's what we're bringing like back that. into the world, my friend. Bingo. I think that's, that's really what it is. You know, humanity has been, uh, you know, we've, we've been thrown off the scent for a very, very long time. You know, we've been derailed from our, you know, what I think is our natural true purpose, you know, yes. you know, as a nation, but even, you know, as, as, as a, as a humanity as a whole, I think, you yeah. know, our, our divine purpose and, but also, you know, as a nation, I mean, we've just been so, uh, you know, warped and twisted along the way. And, and, and we're the, we're the generation that God saw fit to, to preside over at least the beginning stages of setting yeah. things right again, you know, yeah. and ha and bringing this mass consciousness, uh, you know, to a level where, I mean, I, I honestly, I can't even imagine what things are going to look like on the other oh. side. When every but when everyone finally yeah. understands what the truth is, I mean, even even a fraction of the truth, if it gets accepted yeah. as reality, is going to change this world overnight. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's 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 truly amazing to be a part of this. It's it's a spiritual quest. It's a journey. But wow, is it exciting! And and you know, we're, Isn't in, it though? <laughs> we're in for one heck of a ride this year. That's for sure. But uh, the other side of this thing, man, we're, we're we're ushering in a golden age. It's not as if we're all of our work and all of our toil. All of our sacrifices that we made along the way and, and made to get to this point, to stand up for the truth, everything that we've had to endure, God understands and he respects and he loves each and every one of us for doing those things. And I do believe that our reward 
is going to it obviously is going to be on the other side of this but i also think we're going to look back on this journey as the reward as well because oh, we're yes. experiencing something that no other generation in history is going to be yeah. able to say that they shared in this experience of transforming this world and setting things right again and doing that and coming together and having these conversations i truly believe i've said it many times i think it's it's happening all over the world and it's changing yes. the world it's changing the energy the frequency yeah it scares the crap out of the enemy and it's a beautiful thing to watch but uh, we're on the right sure is. so thank you again i appreciate it oh it's my pleasure folks if you're not uh, subscribed to patriot underground over on rumble please go and do so it's an incredible show is there anywhere else uh, patriot that you'd want people to go or yeah, I'm on uh, Rumble is uh, is my biggest platform there, but I'm also on BitChute. I'm also on Podbean, uh, which is audio only, uh, and uh, Odyssey as well. And then you, you have a Patreon also, too, don't you? I, I used to, but I, I got kicked off a of patron. Uh, Did you really? Just another feather in my cap. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I got kicked That's off a of patron. <laughs> buy me a coffee. They even kicked me off of their uh, Chat GPT. Uh, you're getting too big. You're spending too much good word. <laughs> well, they, you know, I think what it is is that they, uh, you know, they don't like people that can communicate the truth effectively, and yep. uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, fortunately, you know, God has given me, has blessed me with the ability to do that, and uh, you know, it's an honor. But yeah, you can find me on those platforms. You can also find me on uh, uh, Telegram. I'm very active on there and on True Social. Awesome, and I'll have all those links in the show notes as well, folks. So again, folks, thanks for your time. Please share and subscribe, and we'll be back soon. Take care. Thank you.